Welcome back to another episode of Flyover Country. It's been a couple weeks, but the boys are back together. This week, we got a pretty loaded docket for you guys. We're going to be giving some personal updates on what we've been up to. We'll go over some of the news and recent events that happened, and we will wrap up with a NFL preview. So the NFL is back. Let's get going. Good to be back. As always, I am your host, Joseph Shelton, joined by my co-hosts. All right, so we'll start off. It's been a little couple weeks, so what's new with you boys? Well, on my end... Very recently, I moved out of the flyover country well, a while ago, but I just moved into <laughs> Hoboken, New Jersey, uh, basic, basically New York. Uh, it's a cool town. feels like Madison, but with more money and more Coke. Um, not that I do Coke. Um, and the women here suck. Uh. You care to elaborate? Well, they're pretty hot. I think they know they're hot. Ah, it's usually a not great, not a great uh combo. Nah, they're like uh, you know, not the greatest conversationalist. Ah, Raj. Still trying to move the green barrier. Hopefully that happens before it starts snowing. It's kind of my goal. That's about it. Yeah. Well, I am sick, but... What? Oh, anyway. I am sick, but... I started school today. First day, all of our roommates are moved in. And this year we have eight or nine guys living together in one house, so it might collapse. So, we'll see. It's a big group, man. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that house has the support. That it Not needs. sure. No, oh, dude, don't worry. There needs Todd's to be been no more collapsing stuff. in Madison. Yeah, true. After oh, the Todd, pier. landlord Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he was here. <laughs> oh he was my here. god! Don't worry, he fixed some stuff. Damn. Like the blinds. Never got to meet Todd. What Todd a guy! Forth, yeah, that pier collapsing was now, so. crazy, though. What? The pier collapsing was crazy. Oh yeah, it was wild, dude. I was there 15 minutes before it happened. 
And then I just left. Really? And I came back like an hour later and it was in the water. I was like, what? <laughs> so then I saw the Damn. video. Of course. <laughs> That's wild. Was it one of the fraternity peers or was it just <laughs> like a public? No, dude. It was the closest one. It was like where people swim off of on the Union. Oh, wow. Damn. No, it was whack. That's but what crazy. I don't get is, like, dude, they always have people coming down there yelling at people on that pier. So, like, how do they not, like, saw that there was, like, 150 people on that pier, probably more. I don't know. Nobody yeah. got, like, really hurt. But they talked about it on the Barstool Rundown the other day. That was pretty funny. Yeah. No, I saw that clip. That's yeah. just a wild scene. Dude, my mom saw it on the news somewhere. Did <laughs> she sent it to me? I was like, oh, fuck. That's how I even heard of it. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, Leighton sent the video to me before I saw it. He saw it before I did. Damn. Yeah, yeah crazy shit. That was wild. All right. Um. So now, three things. The good, the bad, and the funny. Good thing. Football's back, baby. We're back. We survived another season. Here. Oh, dude, I didn't think, like, baseball was tiding me over, but it wasn't, like, enough, you know? It's like going from a hard drug to weed. Like, it's okay, and it'll get you through the day, but football's back, you know? Yeah, I would say football, the NFL, is the only sport all year where I, like, constantly like it's constantly on my mind even if i'm doing something completely oblivious or opposite you know even if i'm you know at a bar chilling with my buddies football working long days football rubbing one out football i mean it's just like it's hard to keep that out of your head you know it's that only it's that one thing every year Week one, the Super Bowl, and your fantasy draft is, like, one thing you get every year. So No matter honestly. what's going on in the year, we always got football. Yeah. <laughs> the, no it's matter the what fucking, happened. It's a constant. <laughs> Dude, think about it. Death, divorce, taxes, but we still got football. Dude, COVID <laughs> couldn't cool. stop the NFL. You kidding me? Damn right. Heck yeah. And we it's got a back. Lot, a lot of it to go over today, don't we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know we're all in a lot of drafts, uh, fantasy or fantasy leagues. So we can talk about those later and how we think that went. Me and Evan got another one coming up tonight, but good to see football back. Evan, do you want to introduce this next topic? Yeah. So that was the good. Uh, moving on to the bad. Um. So I don't know if you guys are aware of this situation, but EDP four four five, which formally stands for Eat That Pussy four four five, got caught talking to another kid. Uh, he was a semi-viral YouTuber back in the day. He was the guy who, if you guys remember, he had that video where he was like, "Ah." Uh, I just beat the fuck out of my dick so fucking hard that my left leg went totally numb. It is completely numb. Uh, something along those lines. He's an icon. Yeah, it's he's like, a real icon. Dude, what's the Ray Allen tweet? That's like that reminds me of that. Have you ever seen that? I like the one where he's like, 
I, I see the. What does he say? He's like, yeah. I see the. I see the picture. Messages. Me. No, I see the. Oh. What does he say? He's got another one though. He's like, would you consider jacking off to be a sport? Yes. Would you go- <laughs> Oh. Would you that's consider jacking off to be an Olympic yeah. sport? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that guy. Yeah. Would you consider jacking off to be a sport? <laughs> he made a valid argument. <laughs> no, he's an icon. Him and DJ Khaled, icons. Bad. Dude, I love that. I love that video where they place like the Dr. Seuss characters. I know. <laughs> and they'll fill into a cave. They'll yeah. funnel into a cave and they and got like, one preaching. Yeah. Sitting up there with his arms like, would you consider jacking <laughs> off to be a sport? Yep. <laughs> no, he's, he's, what does he uh, say after that? Oh my god. He's viral. He has a lot of... Like, you can look him up. If you don't know who he is just by his name, you'll definitely recognize him by his face. So if you don't know him, look him up quick. Either way, yeah. back to like... The problem at hand, which, by the way, is a major problem, because this is, you know, he got in trouble a couple of years ago for the same issue, right? Talking mm-hmm. to underage girls, which essentially got him canceled. And this was even really before people started getting canceled. You know, like that was kind of one of the first instances well, that yeah. we ever seen that. Pedophilia will that, do that too, yeah. Right. So the fact that, like, and yeah, he really hasn't made a comeback. Like, it's not like his popularity's increased ever since that first thing. But now it's just, you can't, you can't, it's hard to even like the guy when you got two situations coming out like that. Yeah, I think uh, this might be the downfall for sure. Um, what was once an icon is now probably in jail for the rest of the foreseeable future. I'm not um, sure I would... Con- this, what's Go up? ahead, sorry. Uh, yeah, so what happened before, I believe, was he was caught, like, talking to children, but it was, like, an entrapment thing or, like, a Chris Hansen-type situation. He was, like, you know, talking to, like, an actual adult. And because, like, some YouTuber or something was, like, the guy that was kind of trying to entrap him... Uh, the evidence wasn't admissible in court for some reason. There was some, some, um, something like that where basically he didn't even get charged. It wasn't like he just got let off clean. This one was an actual girl that he was messaging that reached out to another YouTuber who then um, reached out to this Chris Hansen wannabe YouTuber who set it up and they worked with the police to um, basically get him to a certain spot and do it in a way that would be admissible. And so this seems pretty uh, ironclad. Well, yeah, because you can't, like, introduce him to, like, an underage girl and then try to get him to, like, you can't, like, set that up. But if he starts talking to the girl on his own, then yes. But that's I and I wouldn't necessarily consider um having evidence against you or not even necessarily being accused but I guess he is just accused at this time. Uh of anyway, anything regarding pedophilia, I'm not sure that's getting cancelled. I think that's just committing a felony. Like <laughs> Bad news bears. 
it's not good stuff going on there in the EDP household. No, that is not what you want. Well, I like this anyway. Next stop. On a yeah. later note, well, later ish. Uh, so I'm sure all of you have seen the Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis drama leading up to their fighting in November or October. I think they built this all up a little too quickly. But anyway, they're going to be fighting soon, within the next month or so. Um, And Dylan Dennis has just, I'm sure you've seen it, he's been just going in on Twitter, posting pictures of Logan Paul's fiance with a bunch of other dudes. Uh, So that's pretty wild. What was the video? Somebody posted a video the other day. And I don't know if it was Dylan Dennis, so correct me if this, like, wasn't. Oh, Logan's fiance. It was like her giving some guy head, and it was on Twitter. I don't know if that was. I. Oh, who was that? Because there's been a lot of videos of people reacting to it, right? Yeah. Tate's did. Aiden Ross did. Maybe I would that imagine wasn't. it was. I would imagine it was. Um... Yeah, it was Nina Agdahl. That's his fiance, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like a video that got dropped, not by Dylan Dennis. That was like her giving another guy head. Just, just why? Dude, well, dude, Logan's definitely has it coming. I guess I would say that typically, I mean, just out of good sportsmanship, it's good to keep spouses and family, you know, out of the conversation, but. We've seen in the UFC that, or just not UFC, but like MMA, um, that it's sometimes kind of gotten crossed, that line has, I mean, where it's not super surprising. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm Typically, I'd be mad about it, but I don't really care for Logan Paul. So he's got it coming. Yeah, this entire situation to me, um, it's just goofy. <laughs> it's just goofy. Um, but no, I mean it's it's kind of interesting just because Logan Paul, who's even before the Dylan Dennis drama, come out and saying he wants to get into fighting, you know, make it serious, try to rival his brother as because I think people can't deny that while Jake Paul is just not up to date with other fighters that he still is like putting in work, you know, and trying to become better. Whereas Logan Paul just, you know, talks the talk and genuinely puts it forth no effort for it. So it's, uh, I think it's all talk just to get attention though. About the actual fight though, it's it's interesting because I think Logan Paul could legitimately win this. Like, I don't think Dylan Dennis is like, he was always known as like a wrestler. Like, I don't think he's a striker at all. So he could legitimately win this. Bro, Not just I to think... fight terms, but he already yeah. lost. I think it comes down... I think it just comes down to being able to take a punch, though, when it comes to, like, celebrity versus previous fighters, you know what I mean? Because really, the only ones that you see lose as the previous fighters are just old and then past their prime, you know, that physically I mean, I think, can't keep up. I think Jake Paul would definitely take Dylan Dennis easily. I think right, Logan will take him. Dylan Dennis so. is like, 
all he is is just a friend of Floyd Mayweather. Like, does, no, he, he didn't really have an MMA career, right? McGregor. Yeah, he Or did. McGregor, he, sorry. Yeah. He fought he in fought, a, but... Bellator. Because he's a jiu-jitsu yeah. guy. And he's like a two-time black belt. Or he's a two-time uh, jiu-jitsu champion. So he's very good at jiu-jitsu. But that doesn't really translate to striking. No. So, I mean, I think Logan Paul probably wins this fight. I don't know that Dylan Dennis wants to have the fight because he keeps like releasing all this shit and saying like, if I release this, it's probably gonna, the fight's gonna get called off, but I don't care, blah, blah, blah. So maybe he does. And Dylan Dennis has a history of ducking fights. Not exactly surprising. Um, yeah. But either way, it's just, I don't know why. I'm like, Logan's not really gaining anything from this. Like he's not gaining popularity. He doesn't need it. I suppose he'll make money from it. Just a bigger like, payout, yeah. He doesn't really need money either. So I don't know what he's really gaining from this. Now, I would like to say, on a separate note, um, KSI is going to get destroyed by Tommy Fury. Yeah. He's going to get that destroyed. That could be bad. That could be Ooh. Bad. On a completely separate topic. Um, yes. I have the second pick in our draft coming up in an hour. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's what do I got? Second pick. Just in I the like couple that. leagues that I've been a part of, are we getting a little insight? Are you going CMC, Jamar? What you, uh, what you thinking? I think we can assume JJ's off the table, but. If yeah, you got to go tomorrow, right? If I, if I get JJ, I get JJ. I'm probably gonna go. Um, honestly, dude, I kind of like Eckler just because of volume. Like Keenan Allen, and you know who Mike Williams. Like they are old. Quentin Johnston is too young. I think Eckler is going to be the focus of the offense. It's going to be probably a last minute decision. Uh, Jamar is like a clear, just insane athlete, but I'm not going to lie. A lot of the running backs in the second and the third round don't do it for me. So I might just go with the running back first round and then pick up like back-to-back receivers or maybe receiver goaded quarterback. I got 11. 11? No, dude, that's good. You get the back-to-back. You probably is almost good, certainly get Chubb. It's tough true. being at two, oh, though. True, true, two true. is a tough spot. It Especially is. if you don't two get one and you're spot. not able to take JJ. Like, dude, because mm-hmm. you could get Eckler at four or five, you know? Yeah. Plus get the earlier draft in the next round. So two is tough, but hey, if that's your guy, that's your guy. I go Eckler almost every year that I can because he gets a lot of touchdowns. A lot of them. Yeah. Close and to 20 every year. Fact. And plus, like, I believe this league is PPR. Like, is it Christian? Full? I think so. Oh, crazy. I mean, I, I, we could check, but um, Christian McCaffrey, like, yeah, he's a great pass catcher, but, you know, on that offense, there's so many better pass catchers just in the form of receivers, you know? So, like, I don't think he gets all the all the passes thrown to him this year that he might have previously. I don't even think he did, really, but on the Panthers, I'm sure he did. But, um, you know, we'll see. I don't know. It's going to be a game-time decision. Yeah. But, All right. What do we got next? 
decent amount of stuff. We got some some other news if we want to talk about it. The only one on this list that I really feel like is worth mentioning is the Colorado TSU upset. That was great. TSU? TSU, the Tennessee-Colorado game, right? TCU. TCU. Texas Christian. Oh, Texas Christian. Oh, fuck. Why did I think it was Tennessee? Um, Anyway. The Horned Frogs. Your runner-up for the championship last year. Nah, that's awesome. That's just a really awesome game. Because I don't know about you guys. A lot of people, you know, Prime kind of rubs them off the wrong wrong way. I think Prime is awesome for college football. So much attention into a smaller school, especially one that hasn't been good the last decade, you know? Um, Just being able to come out of nowhere and beat the number two ranked, you know, from last season is really, really awesome, especially when smaller schools, first year as a head coach, so recruiting, he doesn't have the back foot from recruiting, you know, like some of these other coaches do from years of experience plus just years in general, having more time to do it. So that's really cool to see, especially, well, Travis Hunter is now blowing up pop possibly the most popular college athlete so far this year. Livy Dunn. Dude. Ooh. Yeah, or that's true. Quite Second frankly, quite frankly, James. dude. Quite frankly, Archie but, Manning. Yeah. Even though he's not even playing yet. You know, he's making well, more this year than Joe Burrow is. He's nah. making more money this year than Joe Burrow is. Bro, dude, that's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> the NIL money, bro. To crazy. not even play. Oh, that's wild. No, but that was a great game, and it came down to the wire, too. Yep. Which was yep. sick. Another great uh, or crazy upset, uh, Duke versus Clemson. I don't know if you guys watched that. That game not. was nuts because, dude, Clemson just kept shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. And Duke yep. actually made a couple mistakes too, but I think the difference was is uh, Duke didn't get dominated up front like Clemson should have dominated yep. up, and they just didn't. So that was a crazy game. Um, Florida FSU, our boy Graham Mertz, for those of you that don't know, Graham Mertz was a quarterback at Wisconsin last year. He shit the bed. He still sucks. Naturally. Everybody was like, all the announcers were hyping him up before the game. They're like, Paul Christ went to the Florida coaching staff and was like, I didn't use Graham Mertz correctly in the past. This is how you should use him. Well, clearly Paul Christ is still a moron because that didn't work out at all. And he just <laughs> – and maybe, maybe, I'm going to throw this out there. I did watch the guy play for two three years. He just kind of sucks. Yeah, he, he's not He's not the guy. He kind of just sucks. No, yeah. Uh, another piece of college football stuff that I care about coming from, uh, I went to Rutgers originally. Um, they didn't suck game one. That nope. was cool. They uh, didn't do too off. Dog. But yes, that is true. But Rutgers but, has been dog, so yeah, there you go. We did. We didn't look unsalvageable. I think right. uh, I there's a chance for a not awful season, and that uh, brings hope to my eyes. Especially now that I'm living back towards Jersey. If the games get exciting and stuff, uh, I'll be able to go to a couple. That'll be really fun. Yeah, yeah, they're not terrible. 
Go Rutgers. Good job, Nosaki. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. One weekend, Wisconsin got their first win. Oh yeah. Undefeated. Looked rough in the first half. Yeah. But they figured it out. They figured it out. I think we can all agree it's boiling down to the same problem every year. That's what it seems. Is our, I think our quarterback just they can't no, find. Yes, he'll figure it out. Mordecai's a good quarterback. He'll figure it out. I think he just had first game jitters. He looked a little antsy in the pocket. He'll settle well, first in. First game jitters against Buffalo. Dude, it's is, his first game at Wisconsin. Like, it's his first yeah. game at Wisconsin. Having your first game in a stadium the size of like an NFL stadium is pretty intimidating. Like that's that's pretty. I could I could get it. I think I think he'll pick it up. I don't know what I don't know what he'll do, but he'll uh, he'll be all right. He'll figure it out. Couple and weeks. You got a couple weeks coming up. Pretty easy schedule. Um, Wazoo is going to be our first like little bit of a test. I think we're only favored by like six, but in what game against Wazoo? That's this week yeah. at Wazoo. Well, they beat us so, last year, right? Right. I think we have a much better team this year, but no, I right, also right. our secondary was the only thing that worried me a little bit. And if you look at it, like we had a big drop pass that would have gone for a touchdown in the first half, and then right after that there was an interception. So like something bounces your way, they definitely would have covered. The secondary I didn't love. Was not in love with our secondary. But we'll see. It's first year. Yeah. If we could even finish I mean, I don't know how high you guys' expectations are, but if we win the West this year, that's awesome. Oh. Fifteen and zero. Okay. Well, I guess I guess we're on track for that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, re- overall, our schedule this season is really not bad. Ohio State didn't look like they world look beaters. Great. They did not yeah. look like world beaters. They typically don't though. Opening up week one every year, they kind of have a shitter. What are they not like? I think last year they opened up like thirteen or seventeen points. So I mean, I mean, I think you got to wait a couple weeks in order to really determine how good the season's going to go for us as well as our some of our opponents. But so far, so good. Can't complain. Yeah. All right. You want to move into NFL? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited. Here's the issue. All right. Of course, opening weekend, week one. Packers versus Bears, 3.30. I have drill. Because of course. Because just of course, I have drill. Just. (laughs) Probably good for For anyone wondering, Joey's a part of uh, ROTC slash Space Force. No. 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 (laughs) National Guard. Yes. Anyway, so I have drill. So that's that's awesome. But hopefully we'll be back by at least the second half. No, dude. We're favored, all right? It should be by more. Jordan Love sucks. Justin Fields is the truth. We got DJ <laughs> Moore. Don't even worry about it, dude. I'm expecting yeah, I'm not. two touchdowns. We win by two touchdowns. Damn, you putting money on that? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Anyway. 
<laughs> I'm yeah, not very uh, excited because I want to play act. I want to play an actual good team before I can really get a tell of how good we're going to be this year, dude. You can't tell me. So I've done now two fantasy football drafts. Probably combined seventy five percent Packers fans combined. And guess who's gone in the first round of quarterbacks taken? That that would be Justin Fields. Guess who has been either undrafted or picked in like means. the twenty fourth round? What do you mean round? by that? The first. What round do I mean? Of I mean everybody. Like when what the first round mean? of quarterbacks goes off the board. Uh, I don't know. I've seen Pat Mahomes taken in the second. Generally. I've seen a lot of Mahomes and Josh Allen. And no, 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 not in the first Hurst. round. Not in the Herbert. first round, in like the first run of quarterbacks taken. Justin Fields so, got taken. So what does like that you mean, mean? You mean after Hurts, like the top Allen. ten? Well, yeah, no, no, no. But what's also funny? What's also funny is I haven't seen Jordan Love taken. I think in our dynasty league, he got taken in like the twenty second round or something like that. So Jordan yeah, Love was, sucks. It was back. Yeah. Jordan Love yeah, we sucks. Don't know what we're getting yet. Yeah, he sucks. We got to wait I'll a little tell bit. You. At least we know what we're getting from Fields is probably about 100 rushing yards a game, probably a rushing touchdown, maybe a couple picks, but that rushing touchdown kind of outweighs the picks, so it's fine. (laughs) He did not have that many picks last year. Probably a good 150 yards passing, which ain't bad. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn. All right, let's uh, move away from the Midwest a little bit. Travis Kelsey, last practice before the t- season starts. Knee hyperextension. Now, reports are saying it's pro- it's not a season-ending in- injury. It's like it's not too bad. You know, people are looking like, oh, Giannis came back. He hyperextended his game, like uh, game one of whatever series he hyperextended it. He came back the next game. Kelsey will probably sit game one, but what do you guys think this means for his season? Dude, you don't want to get a knee injury early in the season. Like, because, like, honestly, if I were the Chiefs, I'd sit him out a week more than they think. Because they don't, like, yeah, they need him, but even if they lose one out of two, it's just not, like, like, it's likely they're going to, who do they play their first two games anyway? Well, Lions, and then. Uh, I don't know who their second game is. So it's Lions and then Jags. They're not going to lose both of those. I know neither of those teams are bad, but it's the Chiefs. They're not going to lose both of them. Right. Yeah. And even if they, like, do, do, like, it's not the end of their season. They'll still win their conference even if they lose the first two. Especially because, dude, you got to look at this as well. So let's just say Kelsey's ruled out for week one. Anyway, I don't, it's not confirmed yet, but let's just say he's ruled out week one. He can come back a little bit healthy and maybe help him scrape up a win. Chris Jones is still holding out for them, right? Right? So it's not like they're going to be able to do much on the defense because he's the most important player on their defensive side as well. So if they're right. allowing a lot of points anyway, it doesn't really pay – you know, to bring him back early if you're going to be allowing 30-plus points a game anyway, right? So kind of just take your losses early. You're going to catch up at some point. Their schedule isn't super easy, but if you're t- if you're putting money 
Honestly, you'd probably put money on the Chiefs to win their division rather than the field, even with Kelsey right. out a couple weeks. So, but yeah, you need him in would, January. You don't need him in right. September. So yeah, I, I forgot mean, about that. Um, sucks for fantasy. Yeah, because I've seen him go as high as like four or five. Yeah, I've seen him go yeah. four. You know. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's an it okay strategy. He's basically a cheat code compared to other tight ends. But, well, and another big, just... um, uh, not as much as a receiving target, but Kittle's now. He's well, I don't know if he has been or if he is now. He's still questionable for week one. He probably Cup is, is, cup is out. Cup's, Cup's out. out for what? That's tough for me. Yeah, I think so it was, oh, no. he was, there was a chance he'd play week one, so I don't think it's going to be more than a week or two for Cup. Right. Yeah, then, I mean, he, he got flown all the way to, like, Minnesota to get his, like, shit looked at. That, to me, is a bad sign. Like, when you can't even find a specialist good enough in L.A. that you got to fly to, like, I know they got some, like, really good-ass hospital in Minnesota. you got to fly all the way there just to get your shit looked at. That's not a good sign. I personally got Cup at the 2.4. He fell to me, like, in the second round, so... I took the gamble. I knew it wasn't looking good, I, but I think I got him early. Half um, the season, maybe. I think I got him second pick in the third round. Nobody took Damn. him twelve man. Wow, 12 that man. is wild value. So I was pretty happy. I was able to scoop him. Yeah. Second half of the season, man. That'll be a huge move. Jonathan Taylor is out for four games after. They could not come to a deal with the Colts. Uh, look for trade partners, couldn't find one, so they left him on the Dude. physically unable to perform list, which means he's out a minimum of four weeks. Pup. I don't know what happened there. Why does he have so much beef with the Colts all of a sudden? Like, I know the contract thing, but, like... I don't know. I mean, I get it for... I get it for running backs. I really do. You just kind of have to go into the league, though, thinking or knowing that you're going to get screwed over at some point compared to your other teammates, but you are the most expendable position. You kind of have to take it how it is, right? Put right. up your numbers, get your money, and if you I mean, get injured, at... it's unlucky. It's, at this point, kind of likely a running back at some point in their career gets injured. Not many people get through the whole thing and retire without having some sort of problem. Look at um, Le'Veon. He passed up right. an extension for, I think it was like 14 or 15 million. One year, didn't want to take it. Never got that back. Nope. Never got it back. No, I would so, argue that Jonathan Taylor has more potential and is a better player than Le'Veon, I mean, though. But he was really good back At the time, Le'Veon was... He was the shit, dude. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, that's tough. Um, I'm trying to think of what other players... Oh, um, Bosa. Nick Bosa just signed a massive extension today with the 49ers. Um, they revoked all his fines, so he will not be paying fines. So that's good news for him. Um, what's some big um, – well, we'll wait till Evan comes back here. Uh, but Trey Lance to the Cowboys. Dude, I, I think Trey Lance sucks. I don't, I don't think that's a problem for Dak at all. I don't get I don't the think move. I don't get I dude, it's just a classic Jerry move, dude. Especially because you could argue over the last couple of years, 
The Cowboys might have had the best backup quarterback in the league, right? Cooper Rush played pretty phenomenal in his five or six games, whatever that stint was when he was out going like five and one. And granted, he's a game manager, right? So there's not really any potential for him to pass up Dak as in serious contention for the starting position. But Trey Lance at this point isn't as good as Cooper Rush is. So if you're looking for a nice backup for the season, that doesn't really make sense. Long term, you're really unsure of what his potential is. And I would argue Dak has more potential going over the next four seasons than Trey Lance does. Plus, What has anybody uh, ever seen from him? From Trey Lance? From Trey? Yeah, dude, what has anybody ever seen from him? Well, he played like dude. eight games in college, if that. Yeah, yeah, he was good, he but no... it was also at North Dakota State. He's played, like, what, three games in the NFL? Like, what has anybody seen from him that makes it like, oh, yeah, that's the guy? Like, dude, the 49ers released him for, like, a fourth-round pick after trading, what, two firsts and a second to trade right. up for him? And they're sticking with Masterful. Purdy, who was Mr. Irrelevant? Like, what? Dude, See, I think See, here's he the sucks. problem with that. Here's the problem with that, too. Is you could argue that Trey Lance is still a young rook or a young guy, whatever, doesn't have much experience in the NFL, but he's playing in the he was playing in the most quarterback friendly offensive scheme in the league, right? Like it, it's it's built to make your job easier, give you open looks on different screen plays and play action to throw people off. A good offensive line, so he doesn't have to worry about pressure as much as some of these other guys, and. Not only was he not playing, he just overall seemed and he didn't have it in him to, you know, go over the top and and you know give him any promise in his career. So that's a little scary. Yeah, my only issue with Dak is, and um, I'm speaking from extreme bias because I hate him and his franchise, um, but. He sucks. <laughs> he's oh. uh, he's just he's just an int machine, bro. Like I watched clips of him in training camp throwing ints to his defenders. I watched clips of him in. Tra- There's the one clip that stands out where he's wearing the non-contact jersey and he rushes for a touchdown in a Cowboys practice, not a preseason game, a Cowboys practice against his own defenders, and he starts chirping them because like they let him score, yeah, like. A five-yard touchdown run, even though he was wearing a non-contact jersey. I'm pretty certain that if he was wearing a normal jersey, Micah Parsons would have sent him flying. Dude, I want to clip that as the analysis of Dak Prescott. Um, So my problem with <laughs> Dak is I think he sucks. Clip that. <laughs> clip that. <laughs> But just like that's the hard hitting analysis you come here for. <laughs> but just overall, like, and I, I agree. I would agree. Dak is not an elite quarterback. I think he's serviceable and above average. So somewhere in like he's Kirk, like the twelve to ten, you know, like just outside the top ten, just outside that that guy that can lead you to a Super Bowl. Um, I think he's just outside that window. But I don't think Trey Lance solves that problem. And I don't think it's good for Trey. Because especially, didn't Dak just sign an extension like a year ago? Uh, yeah. For a lot so it's of not money. like they're going to be able to move off him anytime soon. 
So it, it would have been cool to see Trey to go to a bad team with not really any promise at quarterback, like maybe Washington or dude. Know. You're not a Sam Howell believer, Tennessee, maybe. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. Bucks? I had no idea who Washington's starting quarterback was like a week ago. Dude, come on, Sam Howell. He was UNC, I think. <laughs> yeah, something nope, like that. Though. Or even to like the Rams or something, you know, where Matt Stafford's not. You don't know the future on him. He gets hurt a decent amount. And he's getting kind of old. Like something like that. But So it kind of sucks for yeah. Trey. Especially being probably the third stringer in Dallas now too. Why does UNC have good quarterbacks? UNC. Yeah, like they do. They have three guys that are going to go to the NFL. Like, not be necessarily great, but three guys that are going to go to the NFL in like five years, five six years. Because this kid this year from NC is pretty good. Just got a system, I guess. Yeah, but no, I I agree with that, Leighton. I just I just think he's not very good, and he's not going to be a starter because he's not very good, and that happens. And why on earth the 49ers took him? Dude, why they took him over? Did they get number three pick? Because it was yeah. Lawrence. Um, it was Lawrence and then Jets, Wilson, and then yeah. um, Lance, nice. and then Fields, and then Mac. Right. Interesting. Like well, I said, Jets screwed that up too. Uh-huh. So, Dude, you know what's... You know who I oddly like? Speaking of San Francisco, I don't think I'll ever be convinced to not believe in Sam Darnold. Like, I think if you put him in the San Francisco system, I think he'd be sick. I mean, he had good numbers, like, from the pocket. I remember seeing that. Like, if he just is allowed to throw the ball where he wants to, he has, like, pretty respectable numbers. So, hopefully they can give him that, like, especially because with their receivers and, you know, CMC um, and fucking Kittle, if he's healthy, like, they they just have so many options. So he doesn't even need to wait in the pocket to make a decision. He could just fucking fire it. Like, the guy will just win the 1v1. Well, I don't know if he's going to see the field because it seems like Purdy's right. their guy. Yeah. But, I mean, if he gets injured or something, dude, like, I... But I also think, like, if you put, like, any system, in, which is what's so bad about Trey Lance. I think if you put almost any quarterback in San Francisco's system, they could have success. Yeah. Like, Kyle Shanahan is just that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, those are our conference rivals. Not I'm excited for the it. NFC this year. Because typically when you go into it, there's not really, like, like, you could go into a playoffs, and you could see multiple teams making a Super Bowl. Right now in the NFC, it's really between Philly and San Francisco. And to me, that just seems a little off, that you're going to have two out of the 16 teams that you could even consider for a Super Bowl run. Maybe, I don't even think Dallas. I mean, a lot of people are high well, on Dallas. I don't they're think high so. on Dallas every single year for the last every 25 years. analyst in the history of time. Yo, j- Whose year is it? Whose year is it? Fucking Cowboys, dude. America's team. Bro, this shit pisses me off more than anything. The Eagles get shit on 
every year by every analyst. Even this year, dude, anytime you tune into ESPN or any fucking news network, no one's talking about Jalen Hurts. No one's talking about Jalen Carter breaking a fucking sled in his first practice as an Eagle. No one's talking about Devontae Smith just looking like an absolute like wide receiver one and he's a wide receiver two. It I pisses think me off so much. Everybody pretty much has Jalen Hurts as the best quarterback in the NFC. I'm sure they do, but no one talks about him. <laughs> the players had to vote for him to get any form of recognition, bro. Every analyst is like, oh, Dak is doing this. Oh, fucking Micah Parsons looks inhuman, bro. All right, let me ask you this. Who do you think are the teams this year that are capable of winning a Super Bowl? I think Because usually there's like five or six. I think there's five. I think there's five, too. I agree. And I bet we agree on that. I think we all have the same five. So Eagles, Niners, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Bills. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Lock sleeper. And I think that there's more. I Um, would that list would be bigger for me if there was some and AFC teams in the NFC, but I just don't see them going into a playoff. Like the like the Chargers have a really good roster. The Ravens have a really good roster. But I don't see them beating Bengals, Bills, Chiefs in a single playoff run because that's basically what they would have to do, assuming that they don't match up. You know, maybe they don't have to play one of those teams. But guaranteed, it's Chiefs and Bills or Bengals, right? Like, right. Fa- like I just don't see any of them teams going in and beating them teams consecutively. Maybe in the NFC. The only NFC. team I can see doing it, and they would have to get the number one seed because if they go on the road, they're fucked. But the Dolphins, if Tua stays healthy yep. and their roster stays yep. healthy, that, their, offense, their offense is just so explosive. However, they have to get the number one seed because they can't. Right. They're not going to Kansas City or to Buffalo or Cincinnati for that matter. They're just not. It's just not mm. likely. But if they get them at home, then you got all of a sudden you got those other teams uncomfortable in ninety degrees in Miami. Then you got a shot because their offenses are their offense is so explosive when it's firing. If they get the fourth seed, they could they can make a run because then they're not playing one of those three teams their first uh, you know game and then right they still have to right. go to Buffalo they still and yeah, or they Kansas would. City and or Cincinnati at least yeah, two of the three. Gets a bye. I yeah, think they true. have to get the number one. maybe. Well, they could get the number two maybe seed number like two if seed. like That's what I was if thinking. they get the number two yeah. seed, the Bills or Bengals could knock out. The other Bills, Bengals, or Chiefs could knock sure. out the other one. So that could happen if they got the number two seed. But they have to get one. Dude, I think. Like, they just have to. Looking at it right now, the AFC is definitely interesting because I think the AFC East teams are going to kind of bat at each other's heads and bring the records down a little bit just for seeding purposes. Where so you could see Buffalo splitting the series with basically every team in their division at this point. I mean, New I would England, be shocked yeah, if they but, split with New England again. I mean, that, I know it but, happened, what, last year or two years ago, but that was a fluke. Whatever it was, but New England, they still know what they're doing there, just the roster capabilities aren't very high. But you could see the Jets, I think, going in and popping off one game against really any of those teams, right? But especially Buffalo and Miami splitting a series with them, bringing their mm-hmm. records down just a little bit, whereas Kansas City maybe losing to the Chargers. But going four and zero against the other teams, Bengals maybe splitting one with like maybe the Ravens. The Ravens, Steelers could be okay. I think they'll douse the Browns, but 
feel like the um, Bengals always lose some weird game, though. But so just for a lot of them teams, seeding's going to be weird. I wouldn't be entirely surprised. I've seen this in a, in a lot of places as well. Pretty good betting odds that Jacksonville gets the one seed just because their schedule is yeah. so incredibly easy and their division, their division really bad. sucks. So that's that would be interesting if that happened. But <laughs> I think I agree with you though. This AFC playoffs is definitely going to come down to seeding. That's going to be fun to watch. I think the Jets are going to be the funnest team to like watch so, throughout the year. Yeah, I was just going to bring the them up. The New York Packers. I was just going to bring them up, dude. I think I don't hate him anymore, so I think Rodgers has a decent season. Because now I don't have to hate him. I think yeah. even when you hated him, he had a lot of decent seasons. Yeah, but I still hated him. Ah, uh, fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's kind so of like my analysis of Rodgers is I hate him because I hate him. For the Jets, they definitely – so the Jets have a better defense than Green Bay did last year. They have better offensive weapons than Green Bay did last year. It's going to be interesting what kind of offense they're going to run with – I mean, let's be fair, their offensive line's kind of dog poop. But yeah. if they run the similar offense like they did in Green Bay, just get the ball out quick and let your – you know, hand it off when you need to, hand it off early to try and get a couple extra yards on first downs, that they could be pretty decent, especially with not having to – because in Green Bay the last couple of years, Rodgers has had to score, you know, 26, 27, 28 points, whereas in New York, you might only have to score 20 or so, you know, a touchdown less a game and get the same result. So what do you think about Dalvin Cook? Kind of a sleeper team. They're going to burn him into the ground, bro. I don't think so. Dude, Brees yeah. Hall is going to be the RB1. No. Not until, like, week six, bro. I guarantee it. They picked up Dalvin Cook. He's coming off an ACL tear, right? And he's young. And they're like, all right, you know what? We're just going to give him as much recovery as possible. I guarantee Dalvin Cook is RB1 through, like, week six. And then once they're like confident in Brees Hall, they'll switch touches. But I don't think Brees Hall gets great numbers this year. Yeah. He's coming off an ACL tear, dude. They're going to slowly ease him in. Dalvin Cook will get every single end zone look for at least like the first four to six games, you know? Yeah. Maybe. But I also. I forgot that he's coming off the ACL tear. That does change things. Because I was going to say, what they could do if he was healthy is just lean on Brees Hall, downs one and two, and then Dalvin Cook, phenomenal third down back, whether you're looking short yardage or out of the backfield. Yeah. That would be, I'm sure that's what they're going to maybe implement like later in the season. But I promise, I think like the Jets are looking at Brees Hall as like, their franchise tag soon to be like that's their guy i'm sure and so like i think they're going to do everything in their power to like you know ensure a long long longer career and they're just going to slowly roll them in another Play team them, like maybe a first down once in a while yeah another team i'm interested in is um what do you guys think? I think the Broncos maybe I know I said this last year, but I think they may be better this year. I think Sean Payton is really what 
um, Russell Russ needed because he's not like putting up with any of his bullshit, and he's a great yeah. coach. Like I would argue, Sean Payton's like a top three coach, at least five, top three to five coach yeah. in the league. Here's the issue I have with the Broncos. Their receiving core is like. I mean, I like Jerry Judy, but outside they're, of that. They're young, but they're always hurt. And they're else? always they Cortland yeah. Sutton. Yeah. Cortland Sutton. Yeah. Judy. I mean, Jerry Judy, if they have their full receiving core, it's going to be pretty good. One benefit Denver has is they probably have the best home field advantage in the entire league. So that's definitely good for them. Yeah. You know, Rip off a good record at home, a six and two or a seven and one record at home. That definitely help with a playoff push. But Denver's defense is definitely going to take a step back than what it was last year. You know, Probably. they got rid of Chubb, right? Yeah. They Wait, got rid go of uh, Miami. They traded him like oh, last God. last year, I think. Dude, Maybe. I like Miami yeah, a this lot, year, low key. But I got they also defense. lost. Um, Justin Simmons, who's a top three safety in the league, top five safety in the league. So defensively, they might take a step back. But if Russ can go back to, like, that MVP potential quarterback that we saw, Denver could be pretty scary, yeah. See, everyone keeps saying that, but the MVP Russ era was – when did the Seahawks win? 2016? Dude, no, the MVP Russ era. Well, that's when they won, but his like it was MVP like the era year was like 2017, was 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. The year before and he was 20. bad in Seattle, he was yeah. second in MVP. I'm pretty sure it was right. like maybe Brady or Mahomes beat him out. I don't remember Dude, who it was. But I think it's such a shame that like, because Russ like in his time was a great quarterback and him and Drew Brees will probably be like the two best quarterbacks to never win an MVP. Yeah, yeah, that is the Breeze one sucks. That's Drew Breeze. I love Drew Breeze, bro. Like I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, did he get an All Pro? I guess he probably would have won MVP if he got All Pro. Yeah, probably not. It just sucks sucks. though that he played in the era with Manning and Brady, arguably the top two quarterbacks ever. Rodgers is a borderline. I mean, he's top ten, but he's people consider him top five, close to it. So really, in his era, era, right? So really, in his era, he was the third to maybe fifth best quarterback. It just—I mean, if you would if you would have put him against any of the old time quarterbacks, I think a lot of the newer ones also have the advantage of just the league being different. But I think Drew Brees is definitely close to top five. In is definitely top five of the newer guys, you know. Maybe oh, yeah. besides Joe Montana, he's better than every old quarterback. 2007, yeah. Freeze won a first team All Pro. So, who won the MVP that year? Probably a running. Oh, right probably now. Brady, right? Is that the year they went undefeated? Yeah. What? Typed so in NFL MVP and it said Dirk Nowitzki. Whoa. Yeah, Brady won it. <laughs> Dual sport athlete, bro. Sleeper team there. in the league, and I'm not saying to make a Super Bowl, but just be a good team is, I think, the Saints. Just off of Drew Brees kind of reminded me of that. Because their division's really bad. I don't think they're really But their defense is going to be elite. Their defense is definitely going to be elite. They have good weapons, especially if Kamara 
plays at all. I don't know what is going on with that. But, I think but their backup running back games? even looks good. I think he so, suspended four games. Plus, you got to look at Chris Olave. You know, had a decent rookie season Oof. last year. Michael Thomas is coming back, which he has been coming Dude. back for like three, four seasons. But kind of excited about that. That'll be fun. But dude, and they always Drafted have a good him. O-line. The Saints always have a good O-line. Every year. You know, basically, everywhere you look up and down their roster, except for quarterback, where I would say they're like average. They're like at a B-, minus, right? So they're not average, but they're a little above average there. If he can game manage, get the good players the ball, make some plays, I think the Saints could be like a 10, 11, 12 win team. I don't think Dennis Allen is a very good coach, though. No, I agree. I think having a defensive coach, though, it can work if you have an elite defense, especially in the regular season. Just the only thing is when it gets to the postseason and you don't have any clue what you're doing on offense that your quarterback can't carry, unless you have Mahomes, can't carry you four games, you know? So I'm not (laughs) – my expectations for them aren't super high for the postseason, but for the regular season, especially – with the Falcons probably being their biggest competitor in the NFC South, that Jesus. they could go six and zero in division. You know, my God, yeah, dude, that's that's pretty bad. Fucking Ritter is their starting that's quarterback. Yeah, I'd argue Bijan is their starting offense. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of Bijan, um. We should make some NFL season yes. futures predictions. Yes, I was going to say this. So, so, yeah, go ahead. Super Bowl. Let's hear it. Uh, Joey, who, who's, who's making and then winning the Super Bowl? So, I don't want to go completely chalk. And just say like Chiefs Eagles again. Um, I think the Eagles have a good shot to return. I mean, obviously, I think the Chiefs got a good shot to return. If I had to think outside of that, and I also want to see them win, I'd go Bills Niners. I think that would be a good matchup, Bills Niners. That's definitely a good one. Um, looking I think if at Josh Allen stays healthy all season, yeah, I like that. And but the, again, it's just like I think home field advantage. I think the Bills have a tough time going into Arrowhead and winning. But you know what's and what's also crazy is there's only been one quarterback other than Tom Brady that's beat um, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. One. It's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yep. So I think, I think the Bills might have to have the Bengals take out the Chiefs for them. Very similar to your prediction. So I think the Bills are playing with a chip on their shoulder, especially because they've almost gone from the most likable team in the league the last couple of years to they're getting a lot of crap. Just being, you know, uh, not being able to come up big in these playoff games. Can't beat Kansas City. Can't beat Cincinnati. Uh and I don't know about you guys, but like their fans are slowly becoming very similar to Cowboys fans, just without the like the prior championships, right? 
So they don't really have anything to fall back on. They just more or less are kind of on their team being really good now. Dude, not so, the Mafia. Don't, drag don't get the me mafia. wrong, they're really good fans, but they're really, really passionate about their team. And to a point of unrealistic behavior, but for me, I think that Buffalo was playing kind of trying to prove everybody wrong this year. So I have them making the Super Bowl in the AFC. Getting back to the Super Bowl, I have Philly making it back for the second straight year, but this time coming up with the championship. I think that just front side of the ball, they're the best team in the league on defense and offense combined. Best offensive line, best defensive line combo. And I agree with um, what Evan said earlier about Jalen Carter. I think he has potential to be the best defensive lineman in the league this year, including Aaron Donald, who's been getting a little bit older and a little more injury prone the last couple seasons. He is overall just a a grizzly bear trying to play defensive tackle. Just a big, giant man. Jalen Hurts, you know, I think best quarterback in the NFC. So going away, that's just a super big advantage just to get back to the Super Bowl, as well as having probably the best roster between them and San Fran. But they have kind of the advantage at some of the more important positions. So I, uh, I got Philly over Buffalo this year. I wouldn't be surprised if any of the five teams we talked about make it, though. Oh, you're welcome for Jalen Carter, by the way. <laughs> that Thank slightly upsets me. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Yeah, honestly, Eagles over the Bills was my pick, too. But just so that we get all uh, – we get three different sides of the ball here or whatever, I'll go Eagles over the Bengals. Um. You know, Joe Burrow is, as Joey said, the only quarterback to have beaten Brady or Pat Mahomes in the playoffs besides Brady. And um, I don't know. I think they can make a run. Any of these teams can make a run. Um, but I like Philly over the Bengals this year. Do you think they have the best receivers? I mean, it's them or Miami, right? Or yeah. maybe Philly. Do Philly? It's No, yeah. it's either Bengals, think, Philly, or I think Miami. Cincinnati, if you look at all three – all three yeah, true, dude. Tyler Boyd's a dog. Yeah, and if you take in top him. three, if you're taking because top three, probably the Bengals. I look at it top people three forget. because most teams, I think, now play with a slot. Three wide receivers. Instead yeah. just a tip, yeah. He's a mm-hmm. dog. People forget about that. And T. I mean, Higgins, yeah. T. Higgins on another team is definitely their wide receiver one. T. Mm-hmm. Higgins and He just gets overshadowed by like, the second best receiver in the league. You know, yeah, it doesn't that? get much better than that. So, yeah. All right. Um, you want to do MVPs? Yeah. So, um, if my bias towards Philadelphia wasn't already clear, I'm going Jalen Hurts. Did he win it last year? Could have won it. No, missed too many games. Missed a couple oh, games yeah. at the end of the year. Mahomes did. Yep. Yeah. Voter fatigue. We're getting it this year. Yeah, I'm going to go. Well, since I picked him for the Super Bowl, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Josh Allen gets his first. That's fair. Both really good picks. So I am torn. I'm not, I don't really want to go like a typical answer. Uh, So I'm between two guys. I'm between Trevor Lawrence 
because I think that he going away, I think that Jacksonville has potential to get the one seed. And I think that helps substantially with voting, right? Where it typically is like a team that does that sneaks into the wild card or wins one of the crappier, like a, it's like a lower seeded division. Um, I think that that's definitely going to help his case as well as Jacksonville last year had the best momentum to end the year outside of maybe Philly. You know, they ripped off nine out of 10 games, came back in a big playoff game and they lost by a touchdown to the Super Bowl champions. Right. So they overall had a really good way to end the year. But, um, um, another guy though, that I think has potential is Lamar. I think he's been a little inconsistent the last couple of years that just missing time and everything that, um, people are going to kind of hate on him a little bit more this year that he's just going to have to go out there. And really, if the Ravens want to be good, their roster this season isn't as good as it has been the last couple of years. So if the Ravens want to be good and push for the playoffs, he's going to have to be pretty awesome. A lot of running, you know, rushing yards as well as he also has a couple new weapons now and a couple of young guys coming up on offense. You know, getting OBJ is going to help and Zay Flowers in his second year might go, might be a little bit better for him as well as he has Mark Andrews, the touchdown machine. So I think there's potential that he comes out, puts up similar numbers to his last MVP campaign. And if he beats Cincinnati in their division, which a lot of people like Cincinnati for the Super Bowl this year, that that's pretty big for his MVP case. So those are my two kind of non-super common picks, I guess. Yeah, my under-the-radar guy is a... Dude, I don't know why. I'm just really liking Tua this year. I feel like if he doesn't get injured, if they did rip off like this scenario and get the number one or number two overall seed, like they have the pieces on offense. And I like Mike McDaniels as their coach, so that's my under-the-radar guy. Uh, all right. Offensive and defensive player of the year. Personally, I think OPOY, barring an injury, is clearly JJ. Um, I think that's just an absolute lock. He gets the volume and he's like a sick athlete. He'll be able to convert with incredible, like, He's just going to have an incredible season again. Yeah, it's hard to argue that, especially he's the best receiver in the league right now. And looking over the last couple of seasons, these receivers have been putting up some insane numbers with just the volume of catches that they get. Uh, Just to kind of give a little more well-rounded pick here. I'm actually thinking Christian McCaffrey has a good chance if he can stay healthy all year. Just has having that potential to go for a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving. Heck, maybe even a hundred yards throwing. You know, he had that touchdown pass last year too in Shanahan's system. So just being that well rounded of a player in such a good system, I think Christian McCaffrey has a really good chance at offensive player of the year. Plus he's gonna have to be overall really good with I mean, Brock Purdy's shown he's a good quarterback. <laughs> But just having a running back that can do it all like that is just so important for young guys to develop that he's gonna he's gonna have to go for at least a thousand yards rushing and you know, he's done a thousand yards receiving before, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, um in case you guys didn't, Sam, 
um, Jettis. Like that's such a chalk pick, but yeah, yeah. I I feel like I don't need to explain that one that much. No, I think that's pretty. Uh, Maybe an underrated rocks, guy because his team's gonna stink, but um, I wouldn't hate Bijan just because I think he's gonna account for so much of their offense. I don't know how they account for, for offensive player, not even just above offensive rookie. Yeah. That's I think fair. he's going to account for a ton of their offense. And, I mean, yeah. like, if you throw out their record and just look at, like, percentage of the offense he's going to get, I think it's going to be, like, at minimum, like, 30%. Dude, dude, realistically, with Atlanta's offense this year, they're not throwing to anybody besides, you know, they got um, Kyle Pitts, who gets a lot of yards but can't put it in the end zone, and um, Drake London, right? Who's yeah, it's going into his second year. He had a decent rookie year, so Bijan's definitely going to have to carry a lot of the load for that team. That's kind of fighting for the division in a bad division. So he's going to have to really, you know, take over as that MVP of that team. For defensive player of the year, now there's a lot of good candidates for this. Yeah, and I think it's definitely going to an edge rusher. I think it's really hard for cornerbacks to win it. Especially, you can't really be a lockdown corner like you used to with how many good receivers there are in the league. So, uh, for me, it's between a couple of guys. So, I'm actually going to go with a weird one. Not not weird, but maybe not a top pick. I'm thinking TJ Watt has pretty good odds to win that this year. Um, the Steelers defense pick? overall. Well, I mean, besides like Nick Bosa and Micah, right? Right. Like, those are the top two. Um, so and TJ Mike, Watt. Oh, you said Micah, sorry. He's gonna have to, you know, do pretty decent in order for the Steelers. A lot of people are really high in the Steelers this year, and I, I can't, you know, I can't doubt the Steelers. They're always decent. Mike Tomlin knows what he's doing. Their defense has definitely improved, and Kenny Pickett might be a little bit better this year. But T.J. Watt being the leader of that team and possibly pushing towards the postseason, I think, is gonna really, really help them this year. Um, as well as. You know, a lot of people are kind of overlooking him going into this season just because he missed some time last year. In the games that he played, TJ Watt was awesome. He is, awesome. Dude, He's phenomenal. I mean, yeah. if he played a full season, there's definitely potential that he comes away with Defensive Player of the Year last year and is still looked oh, yeah. at as the best player in the league, or the best defensive I player I love TJ Watt for that. Um, I also like... Um, I don't think you mentioned him, Miles Garrett. Um, and then another one that I like, kind of a dark horse, and just because this team is going to get more attention this year after a rookie season, you know, come out strong, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. I think he could have a really good year. All right, and then let's, uh, let's quickly breeze through rookies. Um, offensive. I got um, Bijan. I think that's pretty clear. Defense, I'm taking Jalen Carter. I agree. Um, I'm not going to be different for this one. I agree both. (laughs) Yeah, I can't really think of anyone else I would pick for those. It's kind of a shame that, like, you wouldn't win this as a lineman. Because, like, there's a lot of, like, 
people you could come in as a stud, like, rookie offensive lineman, and you'll, like, never get looked at for this. But, I mean, why not? Like, I mean, I know it's just how it is, but. People like yards, numbers. Yeah. To make the flashy plays. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of. I mean, maybe like Bryce Young. Maybe. He has no one to throw to. Right. Yeah. Which some means the, if he plays well at all. Is Thielen his first look? Dude, that might you know? be. That I don't know be. how. I I cannot understand how. The, the Panthers, in order to get the number one overall pick, gave up their only weapon. Like. How, like, that just doesn't seem like, you have to let anything else go before you let that go. Like, anything else. Yeah. Dealing and Miles Sanders are his first looks. Yeah. Yeah, kind of last topic. um, In Jigba plays. Oh, he's on the Seahawks. Could be interesting. Could be all right. He's behind DK and Lockett. Yeah. For now. I don't think he'll get a ton of looks, but. Yeah. Barring injury. Anyway. I don't know. Yeah. But worst team in the NFL. We want to make our predictions here. Uh, Colts. I think there's two Panthers. Yeah. Colts, Panthers, Texans. I mean, all three of those teams were awful what are you last Evan? year. And I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm don't going even try. Bucks. Oh. Ooh, that's not who I was thinking. Okay, dude, don't don't, don't even try. Yeah. Uh no, the Bears aren't going to no. suck that. Don't bad. even try. No. Oh, I they, thought that's what you were team. looking for. No, I was say, don't even try. Nah. That. Dude, Arizona is going to be really oh, bad. Yeah, that's true. Their coach, their coach doesn't even look like. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to I'm lead just kinda, the team. I'm just kind of not counting Arizona this season. Dude, dude that's, see, that's the problem. Is I, I haven't even given them a second thought about being even Is Kyler going to come like, back? Even, I, probably not. I would. I don't like see so. why he would. There's not nothing to come back to. Mm-mm. They suck. A great dynasty pick, maybe. It could be really bad. Awful redraft pick. Yeah, they're going to be dog shit. I think the Bucks are in contention for worst team. You know, you got Baker fighting with Kyle Trask. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's Kyle pretty Trask. bad. I missed that. Yeah, you got they were two having ancient... quarterback battles like, for the last two months, and they finally yep. named Baker the starter. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, because they named them co-number <laughs> yeah. ones on the depth chart. Yeah. What the hell? Yep. No, no, no. Get it together, dude. I think that they have a good enough defense that they'll win, like, five-ish games. I can't see the Colts or the Cardinals winning more than two, bro. Maybe three. <laughs> yeah, Colts. they both suck. I can't name those are, those are a receiver too. on the Colts. Yeah, yeah, honestly, now that the Colts aren't, like, uh, Jonathan Taylor's... Like a no yeah. go, <laughs> they they get they don't have much. much no. Might have to pick up Anthony Richardson or draft him oh. a minute here, Joey. Yeah, and they got Pittman. All right. Well, no, I think you kind of covered everything, eh? Yeah. All right. So that was this week. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. 
once we are, you'll see it on Instagram. So, all right. See ya. See Good guys. luck, boys.